Welcome back to the Anxious Millennial Podcast. I'm your one and only host, Alexandra. So it's been a minute. It has been a minute. How is everyone doing mid-November? Low on light. A lot of us are probably low on energy too as a result. I have to tell you a life-changing thing for me was to incorporate some liquid PS, liquid vitamin D into my diet I cannot tell you as a Canadian who is now never outside anymore because, hello, the sun sets at like 4 p.m. I've incorporated some vitamin D and I'm telling you on the morale, on the energy, vitamin D has done a huge number on just keeping me focused throughout the day. Another huge piece that I cannot recommend enough are, I guess, UV lamps or really high impact happy lamps as they're called. Um, Mine is called a happy lamp. So it's like intense wattage for either 20 minutes to half an hour every day, preferably in the morning because this thing will like fill you with energy. But it's, it's the equivalent of sunlight. And we get so little at this time of year. I cannot tell you, November has always been such a tough, tough month for me. So I hope you all manage your energy as best as you can. The good news is that the holidays are right around the corner, so there's some probably a ton of twinkle lights going up. I've put up like a mini tree here in my office just to get me going and get me excited about what's to come. So touching base on a couple of interesting things that have happened probably in the last month. Um, So interestingly enough, the first episode of the season on The Anxious Millennial got posted and there were some really bad tech glitches and I was so, I was really disappointed in myself and it kind of got me thinking on how we view some of the quote-unquote mistakes or early career moves that really made us feel terrible about ourselves and our, you know, how we execute our jobs and our passion projects and all that. And, you know, a previous version of myself would have been really hard on myself. And it was an amazing interview with Camille Diaz. I really hope you tuned in. But it was interesting, like the whole process of, you know, having to fix it and message my guest. And so, yeah, on on the ego front, I was really disappointed. But then I sort of honed that in and I'm like, you know what? At the end of the day, I didn't harm anyone. Nothing was done on purpose. Um, sure, it's not the best case scenario, but those instances are such key learning points in our lives because for us to really level up, I always thought this, something has to hit us on an emotional level for us to really feel like we can do better because I don't know about you, but when I'm being told either feedback, um, that's usually unsolicited, but if I'm given feedback from either a colleague or a friend and it's not landing with me, I didn't ask for the feedback. It's really well-intentioned. I promise usually that feedback is really well-intentioned and it's not to throw shade on anyone. But when I get that kind of feedback, it just doesn't resonate the same way as me messing up. It's just 
science, actually science has proven that if you really want people to change, you have to hit them on an emotional level. So just something to keep in mind if you feel you've messed up, uh, just remember that it's all part of the process and not to be too hard on yourself. And I know it's easier said than done, but just do that inner work that allows you to get past that because I'm telling you there's no worse enemy than yourself on getting down and out about a mistake. We're all human. We make them. That's just what's going to happen. Speaking of making mistakes, there is an interesting segment I saw yesterday on Bill Maher. Um, I was with my dad and my fiance and we were watching Bill Maher together. Not the most wholesome family viewing, mind you, but anyway. So it was a previous episode, I guess, that had been um, on our DVR and we were watching it. And I don't know, Bill Maher, I think, carries some amount of disdain for our generation, millennials, and also slight disdain for Gen Z. (laughs) But I would say more specifically on millennials, and this is what fills me with so much disdain and (laughs) anger. Honestly, I was, yesterday I was like raging because, and I don't like saying that, but it was really upsetting. Some of the things that he was saying about just how our generation handles, um, because he was talking about Bitcoin, right? And the fact that like Bitcoin is the way it mine, the way you have to mine Bitcoins and cryptocurrency. Look, I, I know little to nothing about cryptocurrency PS, just sidebar, but the way it's mined is really energy consuming and is completely opposite to all of the values that apparently our generations hold dear on climate change okay so his angle was that kylie jenner has something like close to 100 million followers on her ig versus someone like greta thunberg has something like i don't know around 20 million and i'm just the condescending tone to which he was like can't you see the difference like your generation preaches being eco-friendly and super climate you know aware and here you are following the same influencer aka Kylie Jenner who flies private jets and does a bunch of things to herself and he almost he went down such a gross like body shaming rabbit hole too about her and what she's done to augment herself I'll just say that lightly but I was just really taken aback by this baby boomer really coming down on our generation about ways that he feels that we're being hypocritical and you know, funny enough, he's like, yeah, well, as baby boomers, you know, I have one word to say about the ways that we've effed up and that's oops. And he sort of just, I mean, I, I wish I had the clip handy. It was really repulsive to me. And this is just my opinion, but I felt completely let down by what he was saying. I'm not generalizing him and all baby boomers, but like for crying out loud, this is so the antithesis of what we're trying to attempt here, which is bridge the gap between generations that feel that our values are so completely at odds on opposite ends of the spectrum from each other. And it's really sad as a vision. And it's really narrow-minded, I feel, especially for Bill Maher, who has a platform. And he speaks to, I gather, again, this is me generalizing, I gather his audience is comprised of baby boomers and probably a lot of Gen X 
but millennials watch him too. And also Gen Z people watch him too, because he's, he's honestly brilliant. Like total atheist, you know, is very open about the fact that he smokes weed. Like he is very progressive in his opinions and he's awesome to listen to on the average. However, um, you know, I disagree with a lot of what he says, but this was really disturbing to me, especially on the piece about the way he was talking about Kylie Jenner's body. And it was just like, this is really against what our generations even stand for. So just that level of arrogance and condescension that I, I, I cannot even handle anymore. That misogyny, I thought we were way past that at this point, but millennials, Gen Zs, it sounds like there's a lot of work to do. Um, so I appeal to you, please don't be mad at your boomer. If you do have a boomer in your life and you feel as though they're sort of behind the times on <laughs> where we're at in this society of ours, don't be down and out on them because you know, they, they do have a level of learning to do. We have learned, like we have all the learning to do. I mean, all generations have, we just have to bridge that gap. I mean, that's, what's really the most upsetting out of all, all of this is just, it's reiterating how fundamentally, again, we have to be so at odds with each other, whether it's race and, you know, it's, we have to always be, you know, debating something that makes us so different. It's sad. I don't want it anymore. Like it's okay to debate. And I think it's a safe, wonderful thing to do, but why do we have to start criticizing and really, I don't know, being so vile to one another? That's something I, I don't know. I just can't wrap my head around it. So that was my segment of Pop Goes the Culture. I don't know. I haven't done a Pop Goes the Culture segment in a really long time. And I needed to vent on that piece because it was so bothersome to me. And um, yeah, so on that note, um, I also wanted to talk a little bit about what it feels like when you are doing your thing, you are, you know, hopefully happy or oh just okay in whatever work medium you're you're in whether you are even in a work medium if you're you know starting a passion project as an entrepreneur um actually no matter what you're doing if this used to bother me i used to really feel so offended in my intellectual property <laughs> felt offended when i was i guess mimicked or when i felt like i had had an idea and just someone just took it straight out under me. And it's just so funny, like, you know, even the quote unquote name of the, like the name of the podcast, right? The quote unquote anxious millennial, like, it's so funny. Like I speak to so many people and I see anxious millennial popping up more and more. And of course, that's just, you know, social media and algorithms coming my way, sort of tailoring what I like and I'm interested in as far as content but I'm just seeing so much more of it within also the realm of my network. So what, again, a previous version of myself would have felt so upset that people were taking ideas. And actually, I'm, I'm looking at it in a different light and I'm thinking to myself, you know what? Um, we all have the space and opportunity to thrive. There's space for everyone. It's a, it's a mind shift, right? Because we all feel so protective over our, what we call or deem our intellectual property. And um, to me, I remember 
probably a decade ago at this point, I had started a blog on all the cool spots. Like I was, you know, in my 20s, I was going out all the time. I was like trying new restaurants, new clubs, new bars. I was out with friends all the time. Wow, that's changed. But in any event, (laughs) but I had a blog and I was writing about, you know, Montreal, what to do, where to go, where to go out, you know, where to get the best burgers, where to, you know, I, I love that. And I, it made me feel like, um, I was writing for, you know, my friends and I was inherently, and it, it had a name. I think it was called the Montrealista Diaries. Why? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I felt like I had to be all Carrie Bradshaw, Sex in the City. I don't even know where the diaries even came from. And it, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Again, remember, always go back on your early work. Even if you feel embarrassed by it, you'll be so happy to know how much you've come a long way. But I digress. So it was called the Montrealista Diaries. And yeah, I remember a friend of mine, I think she started her own blog and the name of her blog was somewhat the same. And I was livid. I was so mad that my idea had been ripped out from under me and now was being used for the same purposes, which was, you know, to talk about what's going on in Montreal. And I I was really upset. And I actually spoke to my friend about it. I'm like, this feels like you've ripped off my idea. And, you know, I look back on that and I feel some semblance of guilt because she had every single right to do that and feel that she can create her own platform for creativity. And whether I inspired her or not, honestly, it doesn't even matter. She had every right to do what she wanted to do. And, um, you know, in this era, what is even intellectual property anymore, right? What is artistry? What is art in the end too? I mean, we all feel so subjectively about what our art is, what our product is or isn't. Um, Everything is so open source that it feels like there is no ownership anymore on what we deem is our intellectual property. So I just find it interesting as the evolution of even social media is showing us just how much, you know, we can take from each other all we want. Honestly, at this point, it's, it's almost like it's fair game. Um, so I feel this is interesting. And I'd love to hear from my listeners on what you think about this. Because like, even as I'm talking about it, I'm, I'm feeling aligned with what I'm saying, but it's still, I still feel pulled in that I want to protect myself, right? So I'm, I'm curious as far as my listeners, like, you know, send me a DM, let me know what you think. I'm very intrigued. And, uh, you know, we all borrow from one another, even music, right? Music stems from whether it be, was the Beatles that became, you know, became Led Zeppelin that, you know, m- merged into Pink Floyd that became, I don't know, whatever 80s sparkle band, Kiss, I don't know, which then became, uh, you know... I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to name a 90s grunge band, but Nirvana, which became, you know, honestly, the Foo Fighters, which actually did become the Foo Fighters. But, you know, music borrows from each other. Music borrows from each other's genres. You know, instrumentally now, it's like, how many genres are there really in music anymore? It's like the, the, there is no, it's like, it's just a spectrum at this point. There are no more genres. It's just like one big, long continuum. And maybe that's the beauty of what life is becoming. Maybe it is just one long continuum 
So, you know, I'm curious. I'm just curious what your opinions are on this. I still do, however, I'll just say this, feel very protective of my anxious millennial. And I am very proud of anybody who takes this and runs with it. But at the same token, just know this took a lot of work to get here in this space to be able to say that. So very short episode today. I kind of just wanted to check in with my listeners, let you know I'm thinking of you. And I can't wait for you to hear some of the upcoming stuff. Really, really juicy stuff. So I can't wait for you to stay tuned for that. And as per usual, inviting you to conquer everything that's coming your way in the week ahead and the months ahead. Uh, as we amp up towards the holidays. I know it can be a heavy time for some people, but you know, try if you can to find the joy in your day today. And that can be as minute or as small or not so small as your cup of coffee or your cup of tea. And could be as wonderful as finding a new house, which PS I have not done as of yet because this housing market is making your girl suffer. But that's a whole other topic. You guys, thank you so much once again for joining. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.